A girl who'll stay and won't play games behind me I'll be what I am A solitary man Solitary man this is a Johnny Cash Tuesday afternoon on the muster, remembering um, flood warnings have been triggered for all the major rivers in the Southland area and South Otago as well. It's pretty wet out there too, so make sure you go and check and everything's up to date. Uh, prevention over cure as well. When it comes to stock, when you've got them running around near stop banks, etc., um, yeah, it's just wet out there in the province. You don't need me to tell you, but just letting you know as well that all the flood warnings have been triggered for the rivers here in the south. Um, Sean Malloy's joining us on the muster. We talked to Sean back in May regarding new regulations they were trying to implement for the pork industry in New Zealand. Um, Sheffield pig farmer. Uh, Sean, thanks for joining us on the muster again. How's things? Yeah, not too bad, Andy. Just ticking over. Um, firstly, how's your season been up there in the in Canterbury? Yeah, we're pretty wet at the moment, mate. Um, we're just waiting for this rain. I think you guys are getting down there to come through into Canterbury, um, which is going to make it pretty pretty mucky again. So, yeah, but it's winter time, so yeah. Uh, last time we spoke to you, mate, there was quite a bit going on. Submissions were going in for new regulations that were being bandied about. Um, firstly, mate, how's it all gone since then? Yeah, so they're all in. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a short time. I, I, I sort of underestimated how much time it was going to do take to do a submission um, and would have liked to have done more. But um, we've got, I think there was three and a half, around 3,500 submissions went in and 2,200 of those went through the industry, a website we'd set up as for the industry to make people aware of what was going on. Um, so now we're sort of in a, in a holding pattern to, to wait and see um, what becomes of the submission process. And I guess as a farmer, we're hoping for some significant change to what was uh, proposed. Yeah. Now, now, for people who aren't aware, the draft code of welfare has been looking at being changed as well as space allowance for um, farrowing, etc. Um, there's a lot for you guys to have to take on board, isn't there? Huge amount, mate. Um, financially, it'll be massive if they put through what they're, what they're doing. And, and some of it, you know, like space allowance for growers and for growing pigs, um, yeah, that, could be, that really could be a game-ender for us. Uh, the other one is the way we, we handle our... Um, our piglets and our farrowing sows so at the moment we can we can confine them and look after and protect those piglets but uh, yeah the change is looking to put them significantly at risk so yeah we're really really nervous about that um, it'll not only hit us in the back pocket but you know it's uh, in our view or farmers view it's a decrease in welfare really and that's quite a concern when we're looking at a, an animal welfare code. But like you said before, Sean, that one real positive is that the fact that a lot of submissions have actually gone in, so there's going to be a bit of reading for everybody to have to undertake. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't envy them that task. It's going to be massive. Um, and I know, you know, talking around some of the farms I know, you know, they've, you know, sort of 30-page submissions. The industry did, oh, it might have been 170-odd pages. Um, there's obviously a bit more detail than, than what a farmers would be. Um, but, yeah, what a huge, huge, huge task. Is there any time frame given as to when recommendations may come out or how long's a piece of string, more or less? Yeah, it is a bit like that. Um, we're not, the industry's not expecting anything um, this side of Christmas, really, just because there's so many submissions and such a huge workload. And plus, NAWAC's also reviewing um, a hell of a lot of codes at the moment, so I guess it's going to be putting all that in. And I guess as an industry, the last thing we want them to do is to rush it. We would like them to you know, take their time and be considered about it. Um, but yeah, it's sort of the worst bit is it leaves us now in limbo. We 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 can't 
invest in much because we don't know what the new playing field is going to be or if it is going to change or how much it's going to change by. And that's the thing, isn't it? You talk about that, Sean. You guys have done everything by the book. There's been no issues. But it's like anything and everything in agriculture these days, pastoral farming, etc. Um, you're just getting all the stuff heaped on you out of nowhere. I know there's um, the dairy codes come out. The sheep and beef code is due out. Heaven knows what the hell that's going to contain. But you guys having to go through this as well, it just defies logic. Oh, mate, it's crazy. You know, I mean, this is this is in the last ten years. This is the third code review we've had. Or you know, one of them was just on the farm code itself. But third code review. So I mean, you're trying to predict and plan your business. You can't do that, especially in such a capital-intensive business as, as we've got. Um, you have huge sums invested, and you, when you invest it, you're putting it down for you know the next 25, 30 years. So what you're trying to put in or design needs to last, and, and a change may mean that um, what you've got won't really fit properly or won't be doing the best thing for your animals. So um, when they go and change it around on you, it um, yeah, presents you some huge challenges. And, yeah, that's, that's a real pain in the neck. Uh, Minister O'Connor, since May, has there been any dialogue with him from the pork industry? No, not really. Um, just sort of wait and see, really. So, um, yeah, they haven't said a hell of a lot. We've been in the rear a heap trying to tell them that um, this is a dog. Um, so... You know, the message back is let the process run, but, um, yeah, it's not his money, is it? It's an absolute dog of what you guys are having to contend with at the moment. I think one message you can put out there to people, though, is when you are buying your pork and your bacon, etc., look on the packaging and see where it comes from because the hypocrisy, and we talked about this last time, we chatted as well, but we can't understate it. The fact, Sean, is that a lot of this bacon, etc., is coming into New Zealand from countries with way lower animal welfare standards than what we have already got. Yeah, man, they're not held to account by any standard that we are. I mean, it's just morally corrupt. It just If we're really concerned about the welfare um, and we're saying, hey, this is, this is the bottom line we need to meet, then is it not fair that we ask that other people that want to bring stuff in meet that standard? I think that's, that's only fair. I mean, and that's all we're asking for, a level playing field, everyone with the same rules. I mean, it just, yeah, you can bring the stuff in from anywhere. It's just absolutely madness. And just finally, Sean, um, all the other pig farmers you're talking to, they're pretty much they're just facing trepidation going forward? Big time, big time, yeah. People people worried about it. And we're worried about losing critical mass. You know, there's a few older farmers there with not much of a um, succession plan and, you know, things like this. You know, if you're a 60 and you're looking at a two, two, two to $3 million spend, you know, are you going to do that? No, I don't think so. Are you? you're, just gonna, you're going to phase her out if you haven't got a, a plan. And then, you know, then we end up, reducing our critical mass, all our efficiencies um, start getting decreased through slaughter floors and feed supplies and things like that. So, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a bit of a, um, a snowball effect, really. Hey, Sean, thanks for your time on the must of this afternoon. Sean Malloy, Sheffield Pig Farmer. Uh, we appreciate your time as always, mate. You're welcome. Thanks very much. Sean Malloy there, Sheffield Pig Farmer. Just stating what's going on in the pig industry, we talked to him a couple of months ago and it's just not right, it just makes no sense, hypocrisy. Like I say, when you're buying your pork at the supermarket, check for labelling, country of origin, so you know you're supporting Kiwi farmers. Coming up next on The Muster for your Tuesday afternoon, Lucy Hicks out of Environment Southwood. find me, and the girl who'll stay and will play.